0: welcome everybody it's time for another episode of the fantasy alarm hockey podcast i'm andrew Dewhurst. as always i'm joined by chris Murray. how are you doing chris
1: i am doing very well andrew
0: very good we are recording this uh on monday november 1st uh patrick kane has decided to come out of covid protocol and uh torch the ottawa senators he's got uh Got the hat trick. It's got an assist. It's got six shots. Uh, almost 50 points.
1: He is uh, making me money tonight. It's a bad night to fade him if you did. Well, yeah. Apologies in advance.
0: Yeah. I, I feel for the people who uh, saw the day to day tag and skipped Austin <coughs> when he was 6,700 on DraftKings. Um, they will have some regret.
1: I remember that.
0: Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, we uh, we got through Halloween, made it through the weekend. Uh, based on what's happening in our Discord, everyone is turning into an Anaheim Anaheim Ducks fan. Uh, they've been, uh, I think, in a lot of ways, a pleasant surprise. They're they're a, they're a team that the record doesn't look good, uh, but they have. Lost 60% of their games so far by one goal. Like six out of 10 games they played, they've lost by one goal. That's just crazy to me. Um, and to, to some good teams, too, like teams like Edmonton uh, that are, you know, they're winning tonight. It's 2 uh, 1 early in the second. Um, and mostly, I think the reason for this is that we're seeing a lot of value out of cheap players, right? Like we're seeing uh, the apparent resurgence of Adam Henrique. Uh, I believe he had five points last week. Um, The emergence of Troy Terry. I'm not certain how long that one's going to last, but uh, that guy's been scoring goals. Um, Where are you on, on these, these upstart uh, Anaheim Ducks?
1: I mean, yeah, I Ducks, I guess, are a surprising team, right? I, I think that's the correct term to use for them. Losing a lot of one goal games is kind of something you'll see with young teams, right? They have a hard time trying to get to where to where they need to be, you know, locking it down, kind of trying to figure out what's going on here. But I mean, they have good goaltending, right? I, I think John Gibson's a good goalie who people just thought is going to get old and become not good and just fall apart and that that hasn't been the case he's been good they're defensive defensively they've been good as well right kevin shattenkirk all of a sudden has become you know relevant real real quick he's just i mean he was good um but i don't think anybody had kevin shattenkirk to start the year with 10 points right he's got 10 points in 10 games uh three goals seven assists um He's got five of those points around the power play. So he's doing a lot of things while also playing about almost, you know, 20 minutes a night, which is not a ton for him, which, you know, you don't need him to play that much anymore. Um, there's no need for him to do that. Right. He, he knows his role and he's kind of playing it very, very well. But the Anaheim Ducks have gotten to this point without necessarily having Trevor Zegras tear up. Uh, the league per se, right? Ricard Raquel now is out. Uh, that's kind of probably gonna hurt a lot. Um, that's we've seen very little. We we've, we've actually seen zero out of Maxine Contois, who has zero points uh, in nine games. Right? He's also a minus eight. And Jamie Drysdale, who again, young defenseman, he's probably gonna be fine in the NHL. For those of you who care about the plus minus, he's a minus twelve, um, which is. You know really really bad so defensively it's 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 not been good for him um but with all that being said i still feel like maybe the anaheim ducks could have a chance here at you know squeaking into the playoffs maybe who knows yeah kind of thing maybe. right it's kind of weird to think about but i mean that pacific division is pretty bad right yeah. and i mean we don't know what the vegas golden knights are going to look like here i mean the kings and the kraken are you know they're not that great the canucks haven't been that good either the golden knights are they sorry not the golden knights the la kings are they a fraud are they not who are they you know it's a hot dog a sandwich we really don't know with them right and then i guess on the flip side are the san jose sharks going to continue to be this team that they are, are they continue? Are they going to continue to be good? Like it's, it's a far shot here for the Anaheim ducks in my case, but I mean, the flames and Oilers kind of look like they're on pace to lead this division, right? It's going to be a two headed race between those two teams. And then that third spot now is way up for grabs. And could the ducks get it? Maybe. I don't think so, yeah. but they can at least be in the conversation. And they're definitely not going to get a wild card spot because that's probably going to come from the central division um, where those teams are a whole lot better.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of this will come down to like Vegas's ability to tread water, right? If they can stay close, right? Like they got eight points in eight games. If they can just sit around and hold They just have
1: to play, what, 500 hockey until they get healthy at best?
0: Yeah, that'll probably be enough to get them into the third spot once they get healthy, provided, you know, they don't have any other setbacks, which seems unfathomable at this point, right? Like, when you think about Mark Stone's out, Max Pacioretty's out, William Carlson's out, Alex Martinez is out, Alex Tuck's out. Like, there's only, like that's a lot
1: like that's who is who is healthy
0: (laughs) yeah exactly like you're you lose two-thirds of your first line use the centerman off your second line you lose a top four defenseman uh and you lose like probably one of the best third line players in the league so yeah um but i mean i get that but yeah like they're four and four they can hang around they're gonna be in um I don't think the Kings are going to hang or Like the Kings are going to be up and down. Like I think the Kings will be really streaky just because Cal Peterson is really streaky. Uh, he'll be great for about two weeks and then, you know, he won't stop pucks for two weeks. And Jonathan Quick isn't the goalie he once was, and he's not going to probably step up and like be able to fill that gap very well. Um San Jose, I guess, could be could be real, right? Like, if Jonathan Dolan and um, William Eklund can stick and they can play well, I think that helps that team quite a bit. They're going to get exposed, like, probably going to get exposed for the next few nights, uh, at least till they get that horde of players off the COVID list. Um, but again, it's like... Who knows what happens there, right? Like, yeah, Calgary looks legit right now. They're just out there, like, bullying teams around. Uh, but, I mean, Jacob Markstrom's also been pretty much unbeatable all year.
1: Uh, I faced the owner last week who uh, had uh, Jacob Markstrom uh, in season long. It did not go well for me. Um, <laughs> no. So I, I didn't I didn't win many of the goaltending categories, to say the least. Jacob Markstrom just seems like he's on another planet right now. Yeah. And it's not Earth.
0: I wonder when, uh, when, when the DFS sites are going to catch on to that? Because like last week, you were getting Jacob
1: Markstrom <laughs> like below seven. You were you were getting him for free, basically on Fanduel. You could just plug him in there. I think he was like seven thousand four hundred or something. He was free, yeah. and I, got him. I mean, he, he had what? He already had a shutout that week, and it was just, it was it it was wild to see his price tag be. What it was,
0: yeah, I think I got him for seventy-two on DraftKings last. Yeah, year. yeah, he was free. He was free money. Was and I was looking at money. it, going like, "This is a really." It was against uh the game against the Penguins, and I was just like,
1: "This doesn't look great." Right, but all right, and he's played, and and he's played well. You but know, the, the, their <laughs> offense is. I mean the the Flames don't have a crazy great offense here, right? Like, I mean, Sean Monahan's on the fourth line because he has no idea what he's doing anymore. And Manjiapani is shooting like 45%. Right? <laughs> like, at some point, all this is going to come back down to earth. Defensively, I i mean, they're all right, right? Like, they're okay. Yeah. But it's not Nikita Zadorov and Eric Branson that are going to move, you know, swing anything one way. So to watch... Jacob Markstrom do what he does and to also know that I mean Vladar isn't going to steal a ton of his starts like we could see Jacob Markstrom push 60, 60 games this year probably play yeah. 60 and it, w- it would be surprised if he had to play more at that point to keep up um, but he looks like he can do it and if you drafted him I mean that's he's gold yeah, that's, that's the thing. and yeah. if you wanted to buy low on him like that day is gone but they don't. It's no longer here.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the pricing on goalies tomorrow, and uh, slowly they're catching up. 7,900 against Nashville.
1: Oh my God, we still you still have time to play Jacob Markstrom at a somewhat discount uh, yeah. before he ends up being about 8,400. dollars uh, I mean, every single night. Igor Shishkin, 7,800. I mean, look. Yeah.
0: I don't, I don't understand that one. Uh, I mean, this is the only thing that you would have to consider is, like, I think you might, you might get better deals, right? Like Because, again, the pricing is just crazy. Like, Robin Leonard is 7,300 against Toronto tomorrow. Toronto's not
1: scoring all kinds of goals. Toronto is not. That is true. I mean... It's I, I guess the algo kind of just picks on the Arizona uh, the, the Arizona Coyotes, right? So you can pay eighty five hundred dollars yeah. for Carter Hart or Martin Jones. What a time to be alive, eh? To see Martin <laughs> Jones at the top of any yeah. you know, site in And to be fair, I mean the Arizona Coyotes have been uh-huh. I mean, I'm pretty sure right now, uh, they would lose to an AHL team. Yeah. They would lose to an AHL team, it wouldn't uh be it wouldn't be surprise me either so I I think for a lot of things or especially on DraftKings their algorithms kind of pick up here and see you know what happens per se right yeah. and that's where I think sure. a lot of people get caught up which is why I don't think you have to pay top dollar for any of these goalies that are up there yes you know goalies like Cam Talbot are in a good spot uh, yes you know Aiden Hill might be in a good spot here even against Buffalo Buffalo does generate shots so you can you know Be all, you know, be fine. Montreal plays Detroit. They smacked Detroit the last time, you know, they were in town. Jake Allen hasn't played poorly. The Montreal Canadiens are a trash can of an organization right now. But like you said, if you go down the list, you can get a lot of goalies at a discount. Yeah. Well, I mean, we
0: did this, uh, we had this like last week, right? Where like Philip Gustafson gets you 32 points for like the minimum price. You're seven, what? he was 7,300. He might, he, I mean,
1: he, he, he probably gets to start tomorrow.
0: He does, uh, yeah. He's going to get to start tomorrow. He's 7K.
1: 7K against Minnesota. Minnesota's yeah. a dangerous team, but I think, he, you know, if that's the GPP route you want to run, sure. Like, Minnesota, keep this in mind.
0: Minnesota, uh, I think, has played, in all the games they played, have only had
1: two games where more than six goals were scored. Yeah, the, right. they've... I mean, most of Minnesota's like, games are going to be tight, right? Which is right, kind of what you be,
0: expect. 3-1, yeah, 4... Like, if I told you... Like, Ottawa's playing on the back-to-back, right? But, like, Gustafson has provided... In his three starts, he's giving you more than 20 points in two of the three. The other one was a minus against Washington. Um, he gave up three goals on 15 shots. You could theoretically say i don't i mean i don't have the actual like game script in front of me but if even if that was in one that if that was in one period if they let him play the rest of it out and he didn't give up any more goals he would have still been positive money right yeah like minnesota is probably not going to score five over minnesota is
1: kind of one of those teams that people think are just going to go out there and start smacking people and that to be honest, that hasn't been the case, and it's not quite shocking either. I think what they did last season was surprising from the goal scoring standpoint, right? Because even this season, that they have a winning record. They're five and three, right? They got a minus four goal differential. So, you know, that usually those two kind of don't go together, right? Um, if you're giving up more goals and you're scoring, technically you're going to lose a bunch of games. But like you said, a lot of those games are tight. So, if if you're starting a goalie, either whichever side you want, right, your goal is to hope that even if they don't win, that they don't end up getting, like, you know, a negative, which would really set you back, or, like, three points, because then that hurts quite a bit, right? You kind of want them to tread. If you can walk out of there, and your goalie gets, let's say, 10 points without a win, like, it's not great, but that could have been a whole lot worse at the end of the day, and you can still at least put together a team that could a win you a gpp or just a team that you know still helps you get to the cash line
0: oh yeah because i mean at 7k right that opens up a thousand dollars to spend somewhere else right like that's the difference between like having like a six thousand and seven thousand dollar player as like your utility
1: depending on your
0: build that day right like
1: like, yeah, think I about it. You could be that. spending eighty five hundred dollars on Carter Hart right? yeah. against Arizona, where you need you need the shutout oh. bonus to probably get there. Yeah, to get to twenty. You absolutely you absolutely need it. Like you're not getting you're not getting the shot volume here from you know Arizona. They're not generating anything. They're not scoring goals, which is very Arizona like, but. I mean, you need, they're they're not generating shots, so you need your goalie to be uh, perfect, and that's that's a really tough thing to ask your goalie to do on a night to night basis, right? Yeah. So I think from a I I think from a perspective of it, I mean, if again, if you want to run down that cash route and say, hey, I'm just going to take the you know I'm I'm chasing the W, then fine, you can play Carter hard and you know. Yeah swallow yeah. it up and live with it and that but.
0: makes sense yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't tell somebody not to do that yeah um but at the same time in a cash game if you're like hey you know what i'm gonna play jacob marstrom because i think he's getting like i think calgary still wins this game because i don't think nashville is all that good and um you know i'll i'll, I'll still save 1600 because or 600 and uh, I'll be in a good spot. And I would say, yeah, by all means, right? Like, if there's anything I keep finding chasing wins in cash games, is that, like, goalies are voodoo. It's yeah. not always what you think it's going to be, right? And it's like, wait, what did I buy? I could have just used the information in front of me and moved down the list, right? Like, I would feel comfortable with Shisterkin at Vancouver at 7, 800. In
1: a cash game, right away. I would even feel comfortable with Jake Allen on FanDuel. He's seventy six hundred dollars. He's not the problem in Montreal. Um, he gave up five goals against LA, and he that didn't bring him into the negative. It did not. He had 33. See- like he has seen he saw 38 shots against LA, which is not a team that takes a bunch of shots. He saw 45 against San Jose. 45 right like he put up on on fanduel he broke 50 he had 56 points 56 fantasy points which is wild right and he still had 6.4 on fanduel despite giving up five goals so again there's there's you can you can pay up if you want i just think there's a ton of value elsewhere On goalies, if you just search a little bit and really kind of dig into the numbers of it and say, "Hey, you know, what you know, what can we do here?" Let you know, dig deep to it. Don't just let the algo pull it for you. You know, they're adjusting to that price tag, but like you said, I mean, there's no reason we should be getting uh, Robin Leonard at a discount against a Toronto team that has no idea what's going on. Yeah, like. Tomorrow's
0: going to be an interesting day. Interesting day for for cash games, right?
1: Like, like cause... even for Robert Leonard, with the except, I mean, we'll we'll exclude Edmonton here because Edmonton scores on everybody. Right. Uh, and I guess even for Leonard, he kind of had like a, he he was good for about fifty some odd minutes in Anaheim, and then the wheels fell off the bus. Um, and even though the you know he picked up the win, could have been a lot better, was not. I mean, he was very good against Colorado. Right in, yeah. in that win, he technically gave up, you know, two goals against the Islanders. but His team didn't contribute anything. Um, and against St. Louis, he got bombarded, and you know, he only gave up two goals. He hit the save bonus there. He didn't get a win. Right? He gave up two goals, had thirty-five saves, had the save bonus, and picks you up twenty and a half fantasy points without getting a win. So again, it, I, it, it, like you said, it, it's going to be very interesting how some people want to work their cash game lineups yeah especially for goalies man goalies are just the biggest voodoo ever
0: yeah tomorrow especially right like matthews is the most expensive player at 8800 right
1: he's giving new
0: he hasn't hit 20 points yet this year
1: right he's not shooting the puck enough man something is not right Right. with that risk well right it's it's nowhere close
0: right it's still probably a little weak and that's probably to be expected
1: uh like so- i'm done paying a premium to have austin matthews regardless of who he's playing i mean he played detroit right, right? toronto had five five goals hit three shots right right played right. chicago as well tighter game three shots Carolina's a tough matchup scores a goal there two shots they get by destroyed the by the ahl penguins they yeah. lose 7-1. That's the game where he has six shots on goal.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I just... I, I don't know if he's just kind of looking for what's trying to happen or if it's just because it wasn't working with Marner that it's just... But he's not... Like, he's not shooting the puck enough. I I, I can't justify any more wanting to pay up for him until not, he starts at something.
0: I, I agree. Till the shots are back. If he
1: gives us... Like, if you start seeing
0: consistent five-shot games... I'll be back in.
1: Uh, yeah, like what? if if he's going to get three shots on goal, I mean, I'm just going to play John Tavares then. He's based, I mean, if he's shooting the putt, if, if he's getting three shots on goal in that range, he's basically John Tavares because, I mean, John Tavares has more points. And even if he doesn't, well, you could say, OK, well, I saved money and I could spend it elsewhere and see if that works out. Yeah
0: yeah uh tomorrow's just doesn't have like the flash like like there's no mcdavid you don't have no because they both played tonight they're not on back-to-backs
1: um, no, not necessarily so, crying like, about not having to face uh mcdavid i'll say that uh but like so from that
0: perspective you don't have like okay Maybe it's just me and, like, how the schedule's worked out. I'm mean, just used to, like, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday. I've got, like, a lot of McDavid. The cash is, like, the cash is easy. Just go grab the chalk and run with it. Uh, tomorrow is, for me, like, uh, more of a don't-play-cash type of game, right? Like, Sam, like there's no, gr- t- there's no really obvious matchup to me that I look at and go, yeah, that one, like, there's going to be a whole bunch of goals scored here like i mean like are you going to load up on flyers i guess you might in a cash game like get some cam atkinson get some uh claude Giroux. you know add make use of those players they're not terribly priced and kind of fill it in from there panarin started uh had a good last game last couple games it's like maybe he's kind of figured it out
1: rangers are going to start scoring some goals but yeah it'll be an interesting one i just love that you can kind of like you can kind of get a lot of the flyers forwards at some some type of discount even though they're playing a team that just and here's the thing that i'll say about arizona and this i had mentioned in the waiver wire uh piece that i put up for the right over the fantasy alarm and I know a lot of people were thinking about maybe falling off their chair when I did right when I was talking about it. So I kind of like briefed them and we kind of walk through this here um, together. Right. Correll. Vamelka I'm just, I'm just going to assume yeah. that's his name. I mean, he has not been bad. Like the team in front of him has been really bad. He is not. He is not the reason I thought. I, I I put him in a waiver wire piece because you can get him for free, right? Like he's for yeah. free wherever you go. He's literally zero percent owned on Yahoo. And yes, when you look at the numbers on the outside, he's zero and five. He's zero five and one. So it's not it's not great, right? But to be fair, every goalie uh, on that team ha- has a zero in the win column. Um, the part that stands out for me, though, and even his goals against average, 263 is not bad, considering again what the team is. He's got a 920 save percentage.
0: That's really good.
1: He's faced 199 shots in those seven games that he's played. He's given up 16 goals. Like, he's not, he is not the reason that the Arizona Coyotes are struggling. Every night, though, he's not going to get enough shots. Like, he's not going to get any support. And he's played, right? Like, he's had some, you know, some tough games, you know? He's had some really tough goes of late. He had to play Carolina. That's not an easy matchup. He had to play Washington. That's not an easy matchup, right? He didn't yeah. start the game in Florida. He came in for that one. Not easy, right? All right. he lose to the Islanders. It happens. And then he got blown open by the Edmonton Oilers. Again, that's... all things that happen, right? Like, yeah. he is, he is not the problem. I, I in no way think that it's a good idea to play a, a, an Arizona goalie in any type of fantasy, whether it's DFS or season long, It—it it, it is not good. It is trending with fire, but like, could you imagine if Arizona wins tomorrow? <laughs> oh, like, man, yeah. assume, I, I assume the Flyers, I mean, the Flyers couldn't, the Flyers couldn't score against Markstrom, right? So that's, that's problem number one for them. Um, the, Arizona has a lot of problems. The goaltending isn't one. Uh, and I don't know how much of Carter Hart you want to really believe, right? to this point. I don't know how much you want to get behind that and say, hey, he's fine because you know he he may not be. He's played well of late, right? he was he was good against Edmonton because they walked out of there with a win. And I mean, he stopped a lot of pucks against Calgary. So he wasn't too bad. He was, you know, in both those games, he was was a couple of saves off the save bonus. And the only game he really struggled, I don't know how, was against Vancouver. That's the one he struggled the most against. Even though he's, you know, he had Florida and Edmonton and Calgary on his radar here where he was basically, you know, not that expensive to roster. So, again, you know, do what you want with that information. But... (laughs) You know, I I, I know it, it it won't cost you very much to, you know, run him out there in a GPP. He's actually, again, right, Vemulka, I'm just going to assume that's, that's his name here. I'm just going to go with that here. I mean, he's below 7K, as he should be. Uh, he has not finished a night with a negative score. And he has zero wins. Now, some of those games are not pretty. But in his last two games against Carolina and Washington, without picking up a win, he has finished with 17.5 points and 21.9. So, again, do what you want with that information.
0: Fair enough. Um, And it is Malka.
1: I'm going to be honest. I I had to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> I had to head over to his hockey DB page and be like, "Who are you, man? I, I don't know who you are. I don't know." Like I was like, I I I couldn't name I couldn't name Arizona's starting goalie, and then I remembered it was Car you know it was Carter Hutton. And I was like, oh, okay, that's why I don't remember why. Um, and then when I you know saw that he hadn't even played the most amount of games for that team, I said, okay, well then, who is? And then I saw his name, and I went, okay. And then I head straight over to HockeyDB and go, who are you? Where would you come from? What did you do? This is his first year in the NHL. He played in the Czech League for a whole bunch of years. Uh, He was, I mean, okay in the Czech
0: League. No, he's 20. Yeah,
1: he's only 25, right? He's 25. He's a 25-year-old rookie coming out of the Czech Republic. Just, you know, not he wasn't terrible, but he's, you know. Hey, like he was okay in the Czech league, right? He was pretty good. Now he's playing in the NHL.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I'll give him a lot of credit here, right? Like, the transition from Europe to North America, right, is can be pretty big, right? Like, I'm pretty sure wherever HC, uh, Cometa Bruno is. Whatever city that is in the Czech Republic, it is nothing like Phoenix, Arizona.
1: No, right? no, 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 no.
0: <laughs> so like, and I mean, Phoenix from a hockey perspective is obviously like he can walk down the street, he can eat where he wants, he can shop where he wants. Like nobody is bothering him. Nobody knows who he is because nobody. I don't. I mean, I think Austin Matthews could walk down the street in in Phoenix and no one would care, right? Like. Like, I don't know, who's that guy? Not Devin Booker. Got it. Move on. Doesn't look like Chris Paul, right? Like, because that's just not... It's it's 20 years later, not a hockey market. So uh, that probably makes it a little bit easier. But yeah, man, there'd be so much culture shock just involved in that. I mean, going and playing for a team that's just not good and isn't even trying to be good. Um. So, like... Yeah, a lot of credit for seven games, nine twenty save percentage. Uh, sadly, I do worry
1: that it's going to go off the rails at some point in time because oh, a hundred percent. He's like, like he's going to get steamrolled by not the Edmonton Oilers at some point, and it's okay. not going to be good. But till then, but know, that like that may not come. You know, like he, he, here's the thing: they play Philadelphia, right? Then they play Anaheim, right? November 5th, they play Anaheim, right? Back-to-back then, November 6th. Anaheim and Seattle. So whichever game he starts, not necessarily that bad, right? November 10th is Minnesota. And then Chicago on the 12th, back-to-back on the 13th of November, then with Nashville. With the exception of Chicago, now that Patrick Kane is healthy (laughs) and doing what he's doing, None of those offenses really scream, I yeah. can't play him, right? Like, Nashville's offense doesn't scare me. Minnesota's offense doesn't scare me. Seattle doesn't. Anaheim's played well, but, like, you know, but not steamrolling teams. And the Flyers are not that great. So then after that, it gets a little bit, you know, and he nice. runs into, you know, St. Louis, Columbus. And then you get Detroit at some point. Now we're all the way into, like, heading towards the end of November here. And, I mean, the schedule for the Coyotes is, I i, I don't want to say easy, because they are literally winless through the month of October. They didn't win a game in the month of October. Uh, the Chicago Blackhawks were the only team to join them in that case. So, again, I know how hard it is to trust a goalie like that, especially in leagues where, you know, if wins are a category that matter. Yeah. You know, yeah, you can't
0: do it in that type of league.
1: Yeah, you like you're set back. But if you're willing to tar- you know, if you're willing to give up one category, so OK, well, you know what? My, like he's probably your third or fourth goalie. Or if you have a goalie who's injured and you kind of need a couple starts here. Right. Regardless of the win, if you can say, hey, I'll sacrifice the win, but I can get saves and let's say, I don't know, save percentage if your league has both even goals against average, not terrible. Not always pretty, but not terrible. Like, if you can kind of muster up something from him, hey, there are a lot, like, like Jonathan Quick is owned in some league somewhere. Like, I don't know if you're owning Jonathan Quick at this point over him. Probably not, because he doesn't get starts, right? Doesn't get starts, doesn't get wins, doesn't stop the puck. He does nothing of what you need a goalie to do. Right. Right. Again, so a fun fact, as I was going through looking at myself, I, 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 I was staring at my screen for a good two minutes going, do I really want to go down this route? Like, <laughs> Is this the route? I was, and I was looking for a reason to be like, hey, no. And I couldn't find one. Yeah. Outside of, like I said, the fact that he plays for the Arizona Coyotes and the fact that he has zero wins. Playing for the Coyotes is not his fault. Uh, no wins is also not his fault when the team in front of him d- They can't score goals. (laughs) They don't know how.
0: Yeah. I mean, if your league favor, like, uses saves, right? If it's, like, three points for a win and everything else is in saves, he is absolutely worth a look in your league, Like in my opinion, at
1: least for now. Even in deeper format. Let's say you're in, like, 14, 16-team league. He's definitely maybe sitting there because... You know, league owners, as they should, they just cross off the Coyotes and they move on to something else, right? That's that's fine. They they probably should in most cases because, I mean, why wouldn't you, right? There's there's um, no reason to not, to some extent, yeah. I mean, like, I, I just like j- just to point it out, okay? Of goalies who have played five games, right? Started five games, okay? His save percentage. As of right, yesterday's stats, right? So not not uh, as of Sunday's stats, not including Monday's, his save percentage is better than Andre Vasilevsky, Carter Hart, Cam Talbot, Robin Leonard, Jake Allen, John Gibson, Tarcy Kemper, and we're still missing a whole bunch, right? Right. Connor Hellebuck has a sub nine hundred save percentage. So again, in leagues where certain stats, like 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 you said, if the win maybe if the loss, let's say if you're playing in a points league, if if the loss isn't that big of a penalty, right? Or if you get points for the saves and whatnot, if if he's got a positive return, I mean, like why not, right?
0: Yeah, it was an interesting game eventually too.
1: At some, I mean, at some point, right? Like the poor team that loses to Arizona. I don't know how they're going to recover from that. That's going to be a tough one. Like, Arizona has played nine games. They've scored 13 goals.
0: Yeah. I mean...
1: They're a minus 26 goal differential. Like, there are bad teams in the league, right? And then there's the Arizona Codys. They are well on pace to get that first overall pick that they so desperately... Uh, want right? They have they have gone down the Mark Bergeron route. They have collected as many picks as possible in the first three rounds over the next three years. They are loaded in the first. They have three picks, or potentially uh, three picks this year. Right, Montreal's pick they got for Dvorak is conditional this year. Uh, they have f- uh, they have five picks in the in the second round of this year's draft in, in a draft that's supposed to be very very deep
0: yeah I mean, I feel for Jacob Chi owners. I mean he's got uh, especially if Hi, you are, if you're uh, in a plus minus league you minus fifteen Ooh. no points. uh he does have twenty three shots though through nine games, so if uh if shots count that's still something. Um, I mean he'll he'll figure it out things will will level off, hopefully. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the amount of minutes he's playing is just,
1: just silly. Um, it's amazing it's, that he's played that much and has done yeah. that, like, so little, right?
0: Yeah. Well, and he's played that much, and he still hasn't played as much as Thomas Shabbat or uh, Seth Jones, who
1: are both playing, like, 26 and a half minutes. He's also minute. got 20 penalty minutes. He's become a yeah. All right. He went from, like, racking up goals, assists, points to now just taking shots and punching or something. I don't know, He's got 20 penalties. He's a minus 15. So for those of you who care about that meaningless stat, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, basically the only player to be a positive, right, above zero on that team, Ilya Labushkin. Shout out to him. No idea how he's been able to do this.
0: Uh, no
1: idea. You're lucky, I guess. I mean, you got to be really lucky to not be on the ice when the when the <laughs> are giving up goals, yeah, real lucky. Uh,
0: um, yeah. so I mean, those are some, I guess good tidbits. Uh, I mean, we're we're a month in. We're just about a month in now, right? So like we're gonna start to really understand what some of these teams are.. Um, you know, they're going to normalize, right? Like, we see Chicago has closed out the first win of the year. Uh, they beat Ottawa, which, you know, maybe not the world's biggest surprise. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the point where we're going to start really learning what teams are. Like, Tampa Bay seems to be figuring things out again without, so, uh, without Kucherov. Um You know, we're seeing... What looks to be Seattle playing a a, uh, a competitive game against the Oilers. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's gonna be lots of good stuff from here. And the only thing I would recommend to people is like, just because you think the team is bad doesn't mean that they don't have good fantasy players. Right. Right. Like, gotta go get that. Go mind those teams, those guys that everyone wants to look at and go, yeah, he's not any. I don't know. The numbers look good, but they play for, deep. So dig they play for
1: so and so. Ah, you you got to dig deep sometimes. I'd be. I mean, look. If I was fantasy hockey right now, I'd be calling up the Jacob Chickern owner and be like, "Hey, man, you want Jeff Petrie?" <laughs> like, you know, like trying to work out something where you can grab. You know, there are players who are off to a disaster start. Like the median is going to balance out at some point, right? Like, you know, everything that goes up, right, comes down. Manji Apani and everything that's down must go up. Jacob Tickering. So you can get, you know, if you can pry those players away from owners who are struggling and are, you know, thinking about, you know, moving on here after a month, fine, go ahead. You could probably get Jacob Tickering on, you know, for pennies on the dollar if somebody's struggling or they don't want to hold on to him too long. And then, you know what? If in another month and a half it doesn't work out, drop him. And say, hey, this wasn't the year.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's the year of Troy Terry. What else do we need to know? Yeah, there you go. You know, 10 points in nine games.
1: Kevin One Shattenkirk is elite. Like, come on.
0: Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, we will, we'll leave it at that. Uh, so, uh, thanks for thanks for listening uh as always you can find us in the discord uh it has been the discord so far i know i i've talked about this before but it's been fantastic it's full every day tons of conversation happening um yeah it's it's been a really nice upgrade to over over the previous chat tools
1: so like where wow. else can you get daily conversation about who you need to play for your tim horns prize picks like <laughs> i don't even know just it's just if for those of you curious about it right tim horns hosts is this thing where you on their app where you can pick like Three players a day, if they score points, you know, something you get X amount of points, you can trade those points in for coffees and whatnot. whatnot. Tim Hortons is the Dunkin' Donuts of Canada, for those of you who have no idea. Um, And, I mean, yeah, we even exchange ideas on that. I lost tonight in my picks. I did not have any player score a goal. Big round of applause to Alex Dabrinkat, Anthony Mathen, Seth Jones for letting me down here. The streak must start again tomorrow
0: all right so and with that uh thanks again and we'll catch you next week